peace of Christ be with you. Let's take a deep breath that we might be filled with the presence of the living spirit on this holiest of nights. Friends, on this Christmas Eve, let us light the Christ candle. Let us light the Christ candle and behold the light within all light. Let us light the Christ candle and behold the peace beneath all peace. Let us light the Christ candle and behold the justice behind all justice. Let us light the Christ candle and behold the love birthing all love. And now let us sing together. Oh, come.
Can you believe it? Yeah! Christmas Eve, Chris! Sue, what do you think? I think it's splendorific, Hector. Derek, hey, Derek, you don't seem so excited. Oh, no, no, I'm good. Uh, yay! Derek, that doesn't sound like an actual excited excited. That sounds more like a pretend excited. Yeah, Derek. What's going on, man? Think of those presents. Look, I don't want to ruin your... I'm good, really. How about a fearsome foursome cheer? Hip, hip, her, her... Hey, Derek, you don't have to pretend for us. If something's wrong, you can share. Remember what we learned in school? If you can share it, you can bear it. If it's shareable, it's bearable. Is there some reason you're not excited for Christmas? It's not that I'm not excited for Christmas. It's just that this year doesn't feel much like Christmas. I know what you mean, Derek. What in particular were you thinking about? Well, we usually have this big get together at Christmas. We usually go to my grandparents. This year we can't go. I haven't seen my grandparents in a whole year. I really miss them. It's- Me too. I miss mine a lot. We sometimes do FaceTime, but I'm on a screen all the time for school and it, it's just not the same. My family usually gets together to go skiing each year, but that's not going to happen. You know, this year my uncle was going to come visit. My uncle gives the best hugs. Hector, I'm going to squeeze you like a lemon. He always says that. I miss hugs. I miss him. Hey, I didn't mean to bring everyone down. You all are happy. You should be happy. Maybe I'll just log off. No, no, no. Don't do that, Derek. You're our friend. Hector's right. It's our last Zoom call before Christmas. We want you here no matter how you feel. I have an idea. Yeah? What is it? We have all missed a lot this year. What if we made a list of all, thing, all the things we missed out on? Won't it be sad? It'll be honest. If we can share it. We can bear it. Well, okay, if, if you say so. We say so. I'll start. I miss going out for ice cream. I miss going out for pizza 
and watching sports on the TV at the restaurant. I miss bowling. Wait, you bowl? Do I bowl? League champion. I miss going to the library. I've had the same books for months. I miss playing outside with my friends. I miss going to the trampoline park. Whoopee! Do you remember that time when you jumped all the way out of your socks during dodgeball? I remember that. I remember that too. You could say I really socked it to them. Woohoo! Hector, you really got to work on your jokes, my friend. I miss my friends. But you know, talking about it does help me feel better. Me too. Me three. Make that a fearsome foursome. Derek, is there anything else that's on your mind? That's hard to say. It's just been a hard year. It, it has been a hard year. Sometimes I see my parents looking worried. My parents turn down the news when I come into the room, but I hear it. Sometimes the news hits close to home. Look, I know it's good to talk about these things, but really, I don't mean to bring you down. Christmas is a time to be happy. Do you know what my mom sometimes says? Sometimes you can feel two things at once. Like sad and happy? Like hopeful and nervous. Like hungry and full? Hector. Okay, okay, okay. Like brave and afraid. Like smart and not so sure. But if you can share it, you can bear it. You know, there were a lot of cool things we did this year too. Do you remember when we all dressed up in costumes and made up those stories and acted them out on Zoom? Or went on that awesome hike and saw the owl. And the eagle. I loved it when we launched homemade rockets. And put together a time capsule. Can you imagine what they'll think one day when they open it? When they see what life was like for us? Speaking of time, it's getting late. We're going to sing some Christmas carols around the piano in a few minutes. Well, how should we end our call before we go? I don't know. I feel like we should do something. What do you think, Derek? Do you have any ideas? Yeah, actually I do. Do you remember what Mrs. Rowe always says in Sunday school? Jesus came a long time ago. But at a time not so different from this. So 
tell the story and remember God's love. So your heart might be touched by it and through you, the world. From the Gospel of Luke. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. <clears throat> in that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds had told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. That's nice, Derek. Yeah, good idea, Derek. Yeah, yeah, man. Thanks. I really appreciate all of you. And you know what? What, Derek? I feel sad and happy. Merry Christmas, Derek. Merry Christmas, Sue. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. On Christmas Eve, we celebrate Emmanuel, God with us. 
and we recognize that God is with us in so many different ways and places and times and people. So for our Christmas Eve prayer, I invite you to join with me in prayer. I will offer a line of prayer, and then I invite you to respond, here is where we meet you, O God. Let us pray together. On the first Christmas, you became one of us, O God. When you became as we are, you opened yourself to each one of us, no matter who or what we are. Here is where we meet you, O God. As silence deepens and wonder stretches, as the ancient past becomes our longed-for future, and the words of the prophets slip into fulfillment, here is where we meet you, O God. Jesus was born into poverty and lived under oppression. Open our eyes to injustice and inspire us to proclaim your peace and your joy in those places where it is needed most. Here is where we meet you, O oh God. In the ways that we respond to anxiety and despair by singing your songs of hope, in the ways we resist fear and hate by telling of the love of a child in a manger. Here is where we meet you, O God. Through the birth of Jesus Christ, you have brought your light into our world. Shine in our lives. Show us how we can respond. Here is where we meet you, O God. And we pray, O oh God, in the name of the Christ child, your Son, Jesus Christ, who is our light, our life, our hope. So hear us now as together we pray the prayer that he taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth, as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Oh, my God. 
First scripture reading is from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 9, verses 2 through 7. Listen for how the Spirit may be speaking to you through these words. The people who have walked in darkness have seen a great light. 
Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as people exult when dividing plunder. For the yoke of their burden and the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For all the boots of the trampling warriors and all the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child has been born to us, a son given to us. Authority rests on his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. This is holy wisdom, holy word. Thanks be to God. So let 
Christmas. Our second scripture reading comes from the Gospel of Matthew. Please listen to what the Spirit may be saying to you. Now the birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was bound to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man, and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But when, but just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, 
and you are to name him Jesus, for, his, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. This is holy wisdom, holy word. Thanks be to God. Okay, here it goes. <clears throat> oh, uh, hi, I, I, I didn't see you there. Uh, what are you doing here? What am I doing here? Well, I, I just came down to, to do a little dry run of my Christmas Eve sermon. No, I don't usually wear my robe for that. I just, uh, well, I, I was having a little trouble coming up with what to say, and sometimes it helps when I sort of put everything on. And I mean, I even I even let the Advent wreath to try to get in the mood. Oh, you you want to hear what I've got so far? Uh, yeah, sure, sure, I can I can share that. <clears throat> Christmas, twenty twenty. When I think of Christmas this year. Okay, I, I, don't, I don't like that one, but I've got another one. Let, let me try this instead. Um, it's 2020, a difficult year for many, but it's Christmas. And, uh, and uh, 
sorry, that one's a little rough. I'm, I'm still working on it. Um, let, let me try one more. I, I, I like this one. The shepherds were out in the fields. It was cold and dark and, and, uh, Could we just talk? I mean, uh, I don't really have a sermon. I, I mean, what do you say? What am I going to tell them? I mean, nobody taught us how to do this. Oh, and I, I don't mean just pastors. I, I mean, nobody taught any of us how to go through a time like this been in survival mode for, for 10 months or so. No instruction manual, making it up as we go, figuring it out all along, and I don't know how to do this any more than they do, than anyone does. I can't make sense of it for them. How can you make sense of hundreds of thousands of lives and lost in our country alone? of more who've lost their health, more their work. All of us precious, precious time spent with loved ones. How are people, you ask? Oh, well, I, I mean, I think they're scared. Yeah, and I know I feel like I'm supposed to tell them, but don't be afraid, but I gotta tell you, I, sometimes there are reasons to be afraid. I understand why they're afraid. How else are they? Well, I think, I think some people are angry. I have to admit I'm angry about some of this too. I think people are sad. I think, you know what I think most of all? I think they're weary. I think they're really tired. I think they've, they've had enough. And, and that's the problem because Christmas is supposed to be about hope and joy and rejoicing and being together and being merry and so much of that has been taken from us. So how, how am I supposed to offer a message like that this year? Look, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, uh, I don't mean to, to be a downer. Um, I mean, it helps a little bit to talk about it like this. It just... It just doesn't feel like a typical Christmas. But you know that actually, that, that reminds me of a story. You remember when I, when I started and I was a youth pastor. And uh, well, one of the mothers of two of the teens in the congregation uh, told me about a, a Christmas that had, was like, unlike any other. Uh, her childhood pastor had died, and, and even though she was middle-aged herself, teenage, two teenage boys, as I mentioned, uh, that person had really remained important to her. And so she felt it important to make the trip home for the funeral, even though it was right before the holidays, not a good time. She had a career of her own. Uh, her husband had a full career, two teenage boys, as I said. But this pastor had been really important to her and her husband. They'd grown up in the same area. So they knew it was something they needed to do. Even though they hadn't done all the things one does to get ready for Christmas, they hadn't finished their shopping. I'm not sure they'd really hardly started it. 
But the whole, whole family packed up and went, drove a couple of states away to attend the service. But this woman was really feeling bad and inadequate in the ways that one does when they don't feel like they're doing everything they can for their family. I mean, Christmas, when you have kids, there's so much hanging on it. She was feeling the weight of that. And they're sitting there in the sanctuary for the funeral. And her older son turned to her and as if reading her mind said, Mom, I know what you're thinking and stop it. Stop it. You took me to pick out a camera. That's what I wanted. You don't need to buy me anything else. This year's different. This year's different. It's okay. And she basically said to me that when he said it's okay, it was as if he told her she was okay. That she had tried and, and, and it was enough. Because it was enough. She was enough. He understood. And in that moment of grace, he made room for her in his inn of compassion. I wish I could help my people do that. I wish I could do more of that myself. I wish I could honor them for the ways in which they already do. Oh, why, why don't I tell them that? Oh, yeah, sure, yeah, 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 I can, yeah, I'll work that in, for sure. I mean, I could, I mean, I could certainly tell them how much I've, I've seen in them, how much they've pulled through, how brave they've been. I mean, you, you know what I want to tell them? I want to tell them how proud I am of them. I mean, I don't, I don't want it to sound patronizing, but it's true. I, I mean, people, everyday people are so brave going through all of this. Most of us having never seen anything like this before. It's amazing what people have done. I mean, we have medical professionals in the congregation who've, who've been on the front lines of this every day and others whose work has put them in danger and others still who, who've lost work or income. They've been incredibly brave in the face of this. I, I, I think of the grandparents who've been separated from their loved ones, scared for their own well-being, and parents and children. Oh my gosh, the children, young children, how, how much they've endured, and, and they, they still show up with smiling faces. And the people who've weathered this storm alone I mean, maybe they've had it the hardest of all. And I wish I could tell them how incredible they are. How incredible they are. Yeah, that's, that's what I'd like to tell them. That they made it this far. And yes, I know there's a lot ahead of them, but they could, if they made it this far, we can, we can get through this together. I want to tell them that we can really be the body of Christ on earth. It's not just something we say that we could be that. Our own little humble uh, 
uh, presence of God in this world, helping people, looking out for one another, making the world a little bit better, best we can for people. Yeah, I, you know, I want to tell them that, that God is with them, but not in some hollow, uh, cliched way. In a deeply true way that at the heart of every moment, there is a real presence that can sustain them. That can keep them going until we're out on the other side. And, and, and maybe I don't have to list it all for them. Maybe I don't have to spell it out. Maybe, maybe at the end, I can just remind them of the story about a family that must have been scared to death but gave birth to a babe who was the savior of the world. So I always don't have a sermon to give, but, um, but I'll think of something. And I appreciate you listening because it's kind of helped me work some things out. Uh, what's that? Oh, you have an ending for me? Oh, thank God endings are the hardest. Okay, what is it? Amen? Very funny. But thank you. And Merry Christmas.
our tradition at Westminster to send all of our Christmas Eve offerings out into our community. This year, our session voted to split the offering between two nonprofit organizations, the Canal Alliance and the San Francisco Marin Food Bank. Now, ordinarily, were we worshiping in person, we would pass the offering plates right about now. We can't do that, but we do encourage you to give generously to these two very important organizations here in our community. You can give in two ways. First, you can write a check to Westminster and send it into the church office. Please mark on the check that it is for the Christmas Eve offering, and we will make sure that that money gets to the nonprofits. The second way to give is to go to our website, go to our Give page, scroll down to the bottom of that page, and then click on the big button that says Give Online. When you get to the next page, there'll be a drop-down menu, and you can select from that menu Christmas Eve Offering, and then give whatever amount you would like to give. And if you still need help or assistance giving a Christmas Eve Offering, just let us know and we will walk you through those steps. Our congregation this year has shown amazing generosity, and I simply encourage you to continue that generosity to, on this Christmas Eve. Thank you. A reading from the Gospel of John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through this one. And without this one, not one thing came into being. What has come into being in this one was life. And the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness. And the darkness did not overcome it. And the Word became flesh and lived among us. And we have seen this glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth.
May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God who is father and mother of us all, and the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit be with you this day and every day. Merry Christmas. Amen. <laughs>